0: This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast.
1: This is Future Talk. Future Talk.
0: Future Talk with Omnia Saleh and Hany Balkis.
1: Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. It is me, Hani Balkis, with Omnia Saleh bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it's April 5th. 2021 it is a very big day for a very now bigger <laughs> person We're talking about omnia sara it is omnia's birthday today so we'd like to wish her a very happy <laughs> birthday
0: thank you thank happy you so much. To you.
1: <laughs> happy birthday great song choice you. i must say yeah man
0: happy birthday thank you, you. Thank you.
1: It's going to keep going. <laughs> it's going to keep going? Great. Yes.
0: Well, anyone who has a birthday today, happy birthday to you yes. too as well.
1: Omnia is uh, is now one year older.
0: Yes. When and and older, very
1: red today.
0: Very red. <laughs> a bit shy. She's
1: shy, ladies and gentlemen.
0: <laughs> Don't like having the spotlight What, what are you going to do? Uh, today, yeah, nothing planned.
1: Nothing planned.
0: Social distancing birthday. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually one thing I'm happy about is this birthday is actually not in lockdown.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, last yeah. birthday, uh, it was the beginning of the lockdown. It was the
0: beginning of the end. Mm-hmm. To be to be more specific. So, hope you're all having a blessed afternoon and ready to find out all that is happening in the tech world because we have lots to share with you as well. Today may be a happy day right here on Future Talk, but it's not a happy day for Facebook because yes. personal data from about 500 million users was actually found online and this only brings even more shame to Facebook's big scandal and big act uh, of Mm -hmm. lack of privacy that took place back in 2019.
1: Yes, indeed. And we're also talking about the first Emirati artist to sell, sell artworks on nft has now a show in new york city
0: yes indeed great accomplishments happening right here in the uae but today's weird tech is a very interesting story there is one social media influencer in china that was able to sell in a 12-hour live stream more than a hong kong mall would sell in an entire year
1: <laughs> yeah so uh, we do know that uh they're making a lot of money on the e-commerce uh, <laughs> type of things but also for our guys up today ladies and gentlemen we're talking about smartphone cameras are becoming now smart cameras because we're going to be talking about a camera that can help doctors measure pulses and even breathing rates.
0: Yes, indeed. And right here in the UAE, we're talking about one platform that is making headlines. An application is using AI to help decode mental health issues. And it has also been getting a lot of international support. What is this application and how can it come handy in our day-to-day life? Well, you got to stay tuned to find out all about it.
1: Yes, and it is a sunny day right here in the UAE and in charge. But ladies and gentlemen, this song is all about thunderclouds
0: there's no thunder
1: it's coming just wait for it it's coming yeah but I think it's because it's your birthday on me it's sunny day yeah now 95 daily digital news bits and bytes connect our world.
0: Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. Today's tech news has a lot to do with Facebook. Because if you have a Facebook account, you could just be one of the 500 million users whose information were found online. And this is definitely... Very tough news to hear from the technology expert and the technology giant Facebook, especially after the negligence that was taking place uh, after the 2019 attack. Lots of people actually stopped using Facebook for.
1: Yeah, I was never a fan of Facebook, maybe when I was 12. But ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) a half a billion people's data has been leaked. Now, when we say 500 million, it's kind of like, oh, a small Mm. number. No, a half a billion people have had their data leaked including email addresses and phone numbers have been posted on an online hacker form, which is according to media reports and cyber crime experts. Here's a fun fact. Yes. Mark Zuckerberg's phone number was also leaked. <gasps> no yes. way. Yeah. I actually didn't know even the Zuck, he was a uh, a victim to this wow. leak. Yeah. Well,
0: he got a taste of his own medicine, sad to say, but that's the reality of it. And all 533 million Facebook records were actually leaked for free. So there goes a lot of people's information. Yet this is uh, what we would usually call in the tech world an absolute negligence. Because mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about it. Having all this data being accessible, especially in 2021, when many social media platforms, many websites in general have been doubling up on authentication, on privacy measures to try and prevent such a situation. There was a database that was actually created across many countries with all these users information and the sad thing is lots of people had access to it. So some of this data appeared to be current and some of them were actually, just like you mentioned, Hani, you know, some of Mark Zuckerberg's phone numbers, even other uh, important Facebook accounts details were actually shared. So if you have a Facebook account, it is very likely that the phone number used for that account was actually leaked.
1: My phone number, thankfully, was not leaked because I don't have a Yeah I deactivated <laughs> it. I said no more. Mr. Zuck, but <laughs> uh, phone numbers, complete names, birth dates, and for some accounts, email addresses, and even relationship statuses. Yeah. So if you were married or not married, uh, people know. The people would know, but this is not the first time leaks or the use of data from the world's largest social network, Facebook, with, who does have nearly 2 billion users, has embroiled in Facebook and uh, controversy. Yeah. So let's look at two billion people, right? Mm. And out of those two billion people, 500 million got their data leaked. (laughs) So that's one third of of their population.
0: I mean, who would use Facebook after this news? And when we're looking at which accounts and which countries were most affected, you have about 32 million American accounts that were leaked. 20 million French accounts were also affected and lots of people were actually trying to sell this data online. So it was available online for free and then other people were actually going ahead and selling it. Looking at it, you know, this is not the first time Facebook has faced something like this. We know back in 2016, a scandal around Cambridge Analytica, which is a British consulting firm, was actually using the personal data of millions of Facebook users to target political Mm -hmm. ads and cast a shadow over the social network and the way it handles private information. And it took Facebook, actually up until this year, people are not letting this go. It was still facing lawsuits and it still is to this point. So I'm only... I'm only concerned yeah, how fe- many more lawsuits it's gonna have to deal with.
1: Facebook is taking a lot of blows, whether yeah. it's coming from the European Union or from users in general. Facebook is just uh, getting bombarded when it does come mm-hmm. to security, privacy, and just their ethics in general. When it did come to the 2020 uh, election in the United States, but we want to know you guys' thoughts. 4215 dot slot or on Instagram at Pulse 95 Radio. What do you think about all of that? <laughs> but Mark Zuckerberg. We do know that big girls don't cry, <laughs> right? And Facebook is a big girl. So you don't got so don't cry, Mark. Please. Be a man. Good one. Take responsibility. It's, it's, Fergie. it's Fergie. Big girls don't cry. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world
0: your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world in the uae and around the world and today's news is coming right from the uae because we're talking all about the first emirati artist to be able to sell her artworks on nft and she actually got a show in new york so emirati artist Al Saleh's works are actually currently on view at the agora gallery in new york and they are going to be Continuously available to be shown up until the 6th of April. So her latest digital art series was actually titled Watching Over You. And it's a representation of what we actually struggled with during the COVID-19 pandemic. So it was a representation of various stages of social distancing of quarantine total lockdowns that were actually caused by the global pandemic what she did was turn to nature to help her visualize what we were going through during this very tough time so Mm -hmm. she was able to use poetry an art to visualize what a lot of people have been going through. She had a series of different drawings that were like butterflies, bees, flies, or even moths. And every single animal was actually symbolizing different aspects of our human life.
1: Yeah, now we do know that art is a way of expressing feelings, expressing emotions, expressing uh, kind of even telling a story. Now we do know that uh, art has been used for thousands of years. It goes all the way back to the Egyptian pharaohs and and, and, and the pyramids. They would have the Calligraphics, this form of art, communication, telling a story. And she was using art to tell a story about how uh, during the COVID-19 pandemic, some people did go through a lot of struggles. But it is a digital artwork printed on uniform, square-shaped backgrounds, and the main motifs are forced into a restricted space just as people around the world had to retreat into their homes, kind of cocooned and eagerly waiting for the world to open up again. Now, one of the pictures I'm looking at is yeah. looks like a kind of like a butterfly, yes. right? And we do know caterpillars become into cocoons before they're ready to spread their wings and go back into the real world.
0: And a lot of us were actually very much like those caterpillars. We were cocooned in our homes, but the rising from that cocoon allowed us to go back to our usual life within a new normal. The question behind a lot of the the artwork, the digital yeah. artwork that she was displaying, is. Allowing every person to view the art in the way that they found fitting. So, the way Hani sees the artwork would be different than the way I would see it. it yeah, would...
1: there's different opinions, yeah, different views.
0: Exactly. For someone looking at the butterfly, they would see a better, nicer, kinder future. But for another person, they would see the butterfly and think about the tough life that the caterpillar had.
1: Yeah, or butter and flies. <laughs> so, it doesn't, like, again, because, because people kind of perceive Good art <laughs> in their own way. I mean, that's why sometimes. You'd go to an art museum yeah. and see a price of a million dollars. You're like, what? It is. Why is it a million dollars? It's, it's just...
0: nothing. It's a splatter of paint.
1: Yeah, but to someone, it sends a message. It says yeah. something to them. Now, she actually graduated from the Zayed University all the way back in 2010. And she has a degree in interior design. Mm-hmm. And we do know that NFTs do transform digital works for art and other collectibles into unique verifiable assets that can be traded through blockchain technology which does change the change the way we make trade and even enjoy art so even we're looking at technology changing the way we perceive And trade arts.
0: Yes, indeed. And she actually also created an account to sell her artwork on, or by using the non fungible token, making her the first Emirati artist to do something like this. She also did uh, go through a platform called OpenSea, which is actually the world's largest digital marketplace for crypto collectibles and NFTs. For those of you who don't know, NFTs have been gaining. Lots of traction lately. The yes. first ever tweet that was created back, I think, in 2016 was sold. Yes. Jack Dorsey's first tweet was actually sold for, I
1: think, 6 million, 6 yeah, million Yeah, yeah, he, he's, he sold dirhams, it. sold. NFTs. Yeah, dollars. <laughs> yes. So uh, that is a lot of money. But let's know your is. guys' thoughts. 4215. Do five. Don't a to our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. We're going to be taking a short break. But when we come back, we're talking all about the emperor <laughs> of social media. Keep Pulse95 locked. You're listening to
0: Pulse95. Pulse95.
1: Check this
0: out. Check this out.
1: Pulse95. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the emperor of social media. From shampoos to mobile phones. <laughs> In a live streaming session of 12 hours, this Chinese influencer have sold products worth 300 Million dollars, which the shopping mall sells less in one year.
0: Can I just say yeah. this is absolutely intelligent?
1: <laughs> it's very smart. Now uh, we do know the Chinese are very smart when it does come to making business and making money. And uh, 300 million dollars—that's not—that's not, that's not a, a small amount of money. That mm-hmm. is equivalent to a billion dirhams.
0: Yes, and I was actually very giddy to talk about this story because this social media influencer in China. This is not the first time he does this. It's—he's—it's it's actually. Quite a streak for him He's known in China To be the king of live streaming But this is the first time He's able to sell 300 million dollars Worth of goods In a single show So he went on The streaming platform It's very popular in China It's called Kai Shao Yeah, it has a very interesting name. (laughs) Now, he went on Kai the live streaming uh, app, for about 12 hours. And within those 12 hours, he basically took the world by a storm. He was selling everything, honey, from shampoos to knives to forks to anything and everything. Anything that you can think of, he was out there portraying and selling it to his uh, followers. And he was actually displaying every piece, piece by piece, Mm -hmm. having people actually bid to buy them from him. And he was actually, he gained about 4 million viewers at its peak of the live show uh, or the live streaming show.
1: Yeah, and and actually, Omni, he Mm. was deemed as the king of live streaming. The people call him in China the king of live streaming. And uh, actually, he did a record time Mm. that a Hong Kong shopping mall could typically reach in 12 months. And he took the world by storm. I mean, just like you mentioned, he was selling random products and he took the world by storm.
0: Imagine selling like... The biggest mall in Hong Kong, in a, in less than a year, wouldn't be able to sell what this yes. guy was able to sell in 12 hours yeah. only. He sold 16 million products.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's ridiculous how what kind of amount he was doing. But again, he wasn't doing a simple tool. Not it was just he yes. wasn't just live streaming, right? He was using sound selling and marketing tactics, something that the normal or the 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 unconscious type of human being wouldn't kind of take into Think consideration. About. Yeah.
0: Yes, so, indeed. yeah, he,
1: I mean, he, we do know there was a backstory to increase his sales. So, yes. we do know that he was born in a small village in northeast China and was son of a humble farmer. So literally zero from nothing started yes. from the bottom. Now we here. Now he is one of the most famous online personalities in the country today and has risen to fame against all odds as expected here to stay for long. Now, we obviously he is going to stay here for long because we're talking about him right now.
0: Yes, indeed. And his power in marketing and sales have been phenomenal. Now, looking at it, you know, apart from just looking at the story as one of the weirdest creations, one of the weirdest accomplishments to have, it just shows the role that e-commerce has had in our lives. Mm -hmm. You know, by simply going live on a platform to it's very similar to what we would like, let's say over here, TikTok or Instagram, being able to sell this much.
1: I think i'm gonna i'm gonna start live streaming now <laughs> i think i'm just gonna be like selling selling stuff. products yeah I'm, uh, Omnia, we don't understand we still don't fully understand yes. the capability of social media we don't understand Agreed. the capability of using technology now the number one thing anyone who is in business says forget opening up a, 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 an actual business yeah. right open up an online business that's gonna make you money we know TikTokers, omnia who make fifty thousand dollars a video Seven seconds, eight seconds, they're making $50,000 a video. People are making money out of TikTok. People are making money out of... Now, YouTube has been there for a while. It was kind of like the founding father of of creators making money from online social media. But now, if you have something to give, right? If you have ideas, if you are creative, if you just like to talk, use these social media platforms. I'm not saying tomorrow you're going to make a million dollars, but six months, a year from now. Now, I'm very big on social media as I like to use social media a lot. I look at the people in social media, right? Mm. If you go back a year ago, they, they will get a thousand, two thousand views. And now they're making a million views. Yeah. Why? It, all it takes is one video. One video to get you through the door. And once you're in that door, people like your content, people like what you're doing, and you're going to be a household name.
0: Absolutely. And that's exactly why, just like you mentioned, social media has been causing a lot of people to go from zero to 100. Yeah. In- How about I hope
1: I could go from zero to 100. <laughs>
0: you are at 100 right now.
1: I'm at like 90. TikTok, TikTok is, t- is doing you well. Yeah. Now, TikTok, ladies and gentlemen, I, yeah. we, Omnia, I, I keep talking about TikTok, right? But again, it is the biggest marketing it tool is. in the world, right? And did you know, Omnia, mm. that if you make a live, like you open a live, a stream, live stream video, yeah. you get paid for that?
0: wow you get paid 50 dollars yeah. per live stream yeah we've seen that TikTok has been doing that to encourage content creators to make money out of the platform
1: it's ridiculous it, it is. is it is ridiculous how much money you can make online and people
0: kind of misunderstand how TikTok, instagram being a social media influencer has become a full-time job people are considering it as a career and and going with it making the most out of it but as you mentioned, honey, we do need to keep in mind that it's not just about making any form of content. Yes, yes, a lot of people do get millions of views on just yeah. dancing.
1: Dancing. I mean, again, but if that's your thing, yeah, true. Go for it. You know, I mean, we're not telling everyone to go out and and start dancing. No, yeah. do your thing. What do you like to talk about? I like to talk, right? True. So what I do, I talk on TikTok, <laughs> right? Again, do true. what you like. Do whatever what purpose fits you you, yeah.
0: you think you can deliver. There is a platform for it.
1: Yeah, so I want to ask the listeners, the viewers on YouTube and the listeners on the radio, 4215 or on Instagram at Pulse95 Radio. If you could create content and be well-known for it, what kind of content would you create?
0: And if you weren't afraid of looking dumb, looking silly. That's number one thing a lot of people are afraid of. uh, Failing at it, if if failure was not an option when creating content on social media, what content would you create?
1: Yes, our text lines are open. But ladies and gentlemen, you always have to remember, <laughs> it is a wonderful world. It is. Do what you got to do. <laughs> I love this song. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse95.
0: ninety five. Pulse 95. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Pulse 95. Today's gadget is one that I immediately thought of Annie's father when I read the headline huh. of it. <laughs> Because he's an avid listener of Future Talk, but also a big fan of any gadget that can help make sure that our health is in check. Whether it was monitoring our pulse or even our breathing rate. Let alone or leave away any wearables, smart rings, smart watches. Because smartphone cameras are becoming a lot more intelligent. Today we're talking about one new smartphone camera that can actually help doctors measure our pulse and breathing rate. And all it does is look at how there's changes in the light so how the light reflects off a person's face can actually give us a pretty good idea about how our health is doing
1: yes now researchers have developed a method that does use the camera on a person's smartphone or even computer to take their pulse and respiration signal from a real-time video of none other than their face. Now, the development does come at a time when telehealth has become a critical way for doctors to provide health care while minimizing in-person contact during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, we've been talking a lot how a lot of doctors are communicating with their patients yes. through video conferencing, through video calls, especially during the early days of lockdown, where it wasn't really ideal to meet one another during the lockdown. Now, me, Hani, I was a little bit afraid to going going to the you hospital know. because we do know that hospitals were kind of very prone to having COVID there. And when I was doing my con- tonsils, I actually uh, I I did the consultation. On the phone. I didn't mm. want to do it in person. It was
0: a teleconsultation. It, yeah, I yeah. did it on
1: the phone. So, uh, again, this my, my thing was very minor, right? But let's go True. and talk about severe cases. It's very important having something like this.
0: Absolutely. And it definitely saves a lot of time, a lot of effort. And as you've mentioned, keeps people safe from contracting a very, very quickly spreading virus but the university of washington's uh, members and the team that are actually working on this new smartphone camera it's all based on machine learning and the machine learning can actually capture exactly how subtle the changes are in the way light reflects off of a person's face and it showcases how they're doing so for those of you who don't know the way light reflects on our face showcases how our blood flow is changing so The machine learning would then convert these changes into both pulse and respiration rates. So what they're actually doing is trying to play around with different cameras, different lighting conditions, and even facial features. So your skin color, for example, can give them a pretty good... um, observation on how your yes. pulse is doing at any specific day.
1: Yeah, I mean, we know if you're pale, that means your heart rate might be a little bit low yeah. or a little bit high. If you're red, it means you're you're shy. It means yeah. you, you might actually have blood pressure problems. There's True. a lot of things that obviously I'm not a doctor. I don't remember <laughs> as I'm off the back of my hand, but there are certain criteria that yeah. a checklist per se that a doctor will go through while looking at your face. Now, we do know that the researchers presented this system in December at the Neural Infrastructure Information Processing Systems Conference. Now, the team is proposing a better system to measure those psychological signs as well. So, even we're going to looking at how the brain functions just using a camera. Now, the system is likely to be tripped up by different cameras, lightning conditions, or even facial features such as skin color, just like Omnia mentioned. And the study did kind of clarify that every person is different. I know that obviously we should know that AI and machine learning will be implemented in such type of work to kind of differentiate from person to person and how each person or set of people respond differently to these type of questions.
0: Absolutely. And just like you mentioned, Hani, researchers are currently also working on making sure that this device or this machine learning is not discriminating between people with different skin tones, since it's all based on our outer color or in our outer yeah. skin. They're also trying to make sure that the algorithm would know exactly how to interpret it. Let's say if someone has a darker skin color than another person. But we want to hear from all of you. Text us in at 4215. Do it this a lot or sign into RDMs at Pulse95 Radio. What do you think of this smartphone camera? And do you believe that the way our face looks like at any given day, can actually give us a window into how our health is doing at the same time.
1: You know, Omnia, yeah, if a doctor brought out the Camry you know what I would tell him.
0: What would you do? You tell don't him?
1: even know me. <laughs> how are you talking? I don't feel good. You don't even know me. You don't even know me, <laughs> even know me by Fairuza. This is Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around.
0: What's worth a click and download?
1: Pulse 95. What's worth a click and download? This is a big worth clicking yes. click and download. We're talking about UMore, which is the AI-powered mental well-being tracker. Now, we always talk about fitness trackers, we always talk about physical trackers, but now, a mental tracker. Now, it is becoming the first UAE-based startup accepted to the venture city.
0: Yes, indeed, and it's actually been gaining lots of international support as well, which just goes to show that right here in the UAE and in the Middle East, the stigma against mental health is being broken down mm-hmm. one day at a time or may I say one app at a time. Now, Youmore is giving you a lot more than just focusing and reporting back on how you feel on a day-to-day basis. It's a digital health screening and recommendation platform That actually uses machine learning and digital phenotyping to be able to offer every single person their very own personalized mental health care professional. But they're also giving us ease of access, which is a very important thing to have in the day and age that we're living in. So the platform was actually launched uh, mid-December back in 2020 at a time when lots of people were staying home. Our mental health was let's just say, was going through a very tough time during lockdown.
1: Yes. Now, a lot of apps and a lot of websites uh, based in the UAE actually kind of formated during the COVID-19 pandemic. Because, again, uh, we talk about this time and time again, Omni and I, about how important mental health is because a lot of people did suffer mental illnesses or people already who had mental health issues. It kind of uh, was exposed Mm -hmm. much more because of the lockdown, because of staying confined in their own homes. But now that app is in the top 50 apps under health and fitness in the UAE. And we do know that the platform is showing promising results with early users showing improvements with just two weeks of usage. Now, as a The Venture City startup, Umore will join a portfolio of over 70 industry leading startups, including a re-owned name such as Cabify, Optimus Ride, Spotahome, 4iQ and Recarga Pay. So they are joining a lineup of top apps in the world.
0: Yes, indeed. And my favorite part about this application is that it does not ignore the physical part of it all. Now, we do know that with mental health, our physical well-being impacts it a lot, you yes. know? If your space is not tidy, if you yourself, you're depleted of sleep, not eating and nourishing your body the way you should be, that has a big impact on how you feel psychologically and and that's just proven, that's just science. So an app like this actually takes a holistic approach towards helping us feel a little bit better. So it covers nutrition, it covers sleep quality and it even covers your psychological health. So it's monitoring you on all spectrums. Yes. And best part about it is that it's providing mental health support in Arabic, which is actually very rare to find in today's mm-hmm. day and age. This Emirati platform has been encouraging a lot of people to actually go ahead and scan themselves, whether that was psychologically or even physically, and giving them you know, a little bit of a PSA or a piece of advice that it's okay to seek help. It's okay to want help to talk to someone it's not shameful it doesn't make you weak it's just human
1: yeah now again omnia putting up that point that it's available in arabic now we know that unfortunately there is a little bit of a stigma yes. when it comes to mental health in with within arabs especially when it does come to arab men and how uh, they're kind of shy or kind yeah. of feel ashamed to talk about their men feelings don't cry. men don't <laughs> cry and uh, i mean it, it's very hard for a man to open up i mean we look at the people or the men around us. And uh, obviously, there's always a stigma or a stereotype. Men are strong. Men don't have feelings. Men don't cry. Men don't do this and that. And uh, when we have this initiative, it is a stepping stone that say, hey, listen, you can talk to us in Arabic, right? Yeah. It's between you and I. And we are going to try and fix your mental health. And again, this is a very important topic. We've brought, uh, I, I, let me remember the name. Khawla Hamad. Khawla Hamad. Yes, yes, we brought her on the show, I think two months ago yeah. to talk about how important mental health is in the region.
0: And it's yet another Emirati platform. Yes. It's called the Kalam. Completely not free. It's a paid service but the application is free to download and a lot of people have been seeking mental health support for at a very cheap price.
1: Yes, mental health is very important ladies and gentlemen uh, knowing how you're do- not only well-being when it does come to fitness but True. when it does come to mental health as well. So again, ladies and gentlemen, if you feel tired, if you feel sad, if you feel depressed, if you feel anything that is under the normal go and seek help it is not as uh, arabs like to call it it's not it's not it's not shameful go out and get the help you need because if you don't help yourself no one will
0: absolutely you phrased it perfectly especially because you know when our physical body is sick we go ahead and we seek advice and we seek uh, you know We go to a doctor to be able to diagnose whatever it is that we have. So why not do the same when it's our mental health?
1: Yes. And speaking about mental health, wellness, (laughs) fitness, we have the halftime show. The only place to be at three with the man himself, Omar (laughs) Dori, kicking off in about five minutes. So, Omar, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you. I'm
0: going to say the question. Today, you both look the same. Just as (laughs) tan.
1: Oh, the tan.
0: Yeah. I think you both are. Do I really
1: look the same? No, you look tanned. I look tan. And the pink is working. Yeah. And it's a special day today. Yes, because
0: what? it is Omnia <laughs> <laughs> birthday. I've turned red way more, way too many times on this show today. So we're tanned and <laughs> you're oh red. Oh, here it goes. Happy
1: birthday to you.
0: I feel like I'm
1: all together yeah. now. to you.
0: <laughs> Thank you. One guys. more time.
1: <laughs> Happy birthday to you. You know, you know, you know. <laughs>
0: Thank you, <laughs> thank you both
1: So wow. that's that's what's coming up on the Halftime Show We're, We're just going to celebrate Omnia's birthday, Omnia's birthday the whole hour No, um, some fantastic things happened on the weekend Especially in Arab Sharjah We went to the Red Bull tournament I got a chance to host it Which is the winners get to go to Brazil Ooh. And also meet Neymar, wow. the superstar So I got to see the women and the men playing in a five-a-side tournament Which is a very unique tournament here in Sharjah Which was fantastic And I got to also meet the winners and interview them Amazing, and you used to coach football as well, Omar. Correct, I still do And some of the players Actually who were there I used to coach them At the national team No
0: way Yeah yeah. yeah. So that was such a cute reunion you It know? was
1: nice Actually when Christina told us Bless her, Christina said you have to interview A couple of players Yeah I said which one she told me And two out of the three actually coached yeah. before You know them What a nice yeah. coincidence yeah. It's yeah. as if Omar They were Born to be yours <laughs> Could you imagine that? <laughs> I was waiting I was waiting For the punchline
0: You knew it was coming You we were about a second knew. late though
1: I know.
0: <laughs>